This is Mastering Menopause. By using fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and mindset, you can master your hormones and get your body back. I'm Kathy Cote with Catalyst Fitness and Nutrition. Let's get into it. Today I want to talk to you about why your scale sucks. I know the feeling that you get. Maybe you are elated when that scale goes down or you're depressed when that number goes up, but you are more than just a number on that scale. Your scale only measures one thing and that's your weight. And your weight can fluctuate every single day, sometimes by as much as five pounds, depending on a variety of factors. There are a lot of reasons that that scale reflects a certain number and there are other things that you can measure to determine if your diet is a success or not. So here are some of the factors that affect your scale weight. Number one, what have you eaten today? Most people weigh themselves first thing in the morning, so just know that water or your morning coffee is going to affect that number. More importantly, what did you eat yesterday? Did you have, maybe you had a a big steak and mashed potato dinner before bed. The food in your digestive tract and in your stomach is going to show up on the scale. Another thing is how much sodium did you have? Because salt is going to make you retain water. And the more water that you are retaining, the more that you're going to weigh. Also, carbohydrates lead to water retention, particularly those refined carbs like bread and pasta. And since these foods also are raising your insulin, if your insulin is high, you're going to hold on to more sodium and then retain more water. So carbs are stored in your muscles as glycogen, and again, that is just leading to more water retention. Another thing is what time of the month is it? Your menstrual cycle is going to cause water retention. High levels of estrogen leading up to your period cause bloating and an increase in blood volume and inflammation, meaning more overall weight. Progesterone levels spike in the second half of your cycle and that leads to more hunger cues and also water retention. You may notice that your breasts are getting sore right before your period. That's progesterone causing your body to pull fluid from the blood vessels to the tissues in your breasts and that's what makes them fuller and tender. So that's going to lead to the scale weight increasing. Another thing is have you pooped today or did you poop yesterday? The average bowel movement is between a quarter pound to one pound. And so if you aren't pooping every day, you are holding on to that extra weight. And also, you're not eliminating estrogen and toxins that your body is designed to get rid of. This is the body's way of excreting excess uh, estrogen, and that's happen, that happens through liver function and your digestion. So it's really important to make sure that you are getting plenty of water and going to the bathroom once a day. Another factor that's going to lead to more weight on the scale is exercise. So when did you work out last? Exercise makes you sweat, so you may lose water, or maybe it's in the summer, you could be drinking extra water during the exercise. Also with weight training, pumping iron is bringing blood flow to the muscles and that's what causes the muscles to grow, right? We're increasing that blood flow and that's going to lead to a little bit of inflammation as the body works to repair the muscle damage from that workout. 
And again, I know like if you have more muscle on your body, that means you're going to weigh more. And that's such a, um, you know, people say muscle weighs more than fat. Actually, a pound is a pound, whether it's muscle or fat. The fact is muscle is almost twice as dense as fat is. So it's going to take up less space, but it's still going to weigh the same. A pound of fat, though, takes up about twice the space that a pound of muscle does. So as you build muscle and drop body fat, you're going to look much leaner, although your weight might stay the same. Strength training is going to increase your bone density, which is super important when you are going through perimenopause and menopause. And on average, your bones make up about 15% of your body weight. So this isn't going to lead to weight fluctuations, but over a long period of time, it could lead to more weight on the scale itself. There are other ways that you can measure your progress besides the scale weight. So don't get so attached to that number on the scale. It's just a snapshot. It's just a statistic that I use to just keep an eye on my clients. I have them track their weight three times a week because of those fluctuations. You know, somebody can weigh in on Monday after they've had like a carb heavy weekend. And of course their weight's going to be up a couple more pounds and then we'll see it you know, go through the week, but it, it can spike throughout the week, depending on all these factors that I mentioned before. So what I like to do, yes, I want to look at um, your scale weight, but I'd rather look at the whole picture and measurements are a great way to track results. And that's what I have my on client, online clients do once a week. Measurements tell a different story in your weight loss. So losing a quarter of an inch to half of an inch off of your measurements each week, especially in the abdominal area, is very common for my clients. So who cares if you're the same weight? You are literally shrinking in size. Go by the circumference of your biceps, hips, chest, belly, and your thighs to measure your progress. Another thing that you can measure are progress pictures. It's a great way to track results, and I have my online clients do these once a month. I know that's not everybody's favorite thing to do, but if you can take a snapshot once a month, you're going to see the difference in your body that you don't necessarily see when you look in the mirror. So I know it's super common to feel as if you're not getting anywhere and sure, you know, your measurements are coming down, but it's hard to put into perspective what that half an inch to one inch loss looks like. But when you see your progress pictures and the actual results, it's really an eye opener and a huge motivator. So if your mood depends on the number that you see between your feet, you may want to consider just taking a break and set goals that don't focus on weight. Maybe getting in your first pull-up or stringing together 10 solid push-ups. By getting stronger over time, you'll likely be losing fat as well. So pay attention to the things that matter, like how your clothes fit or how you're sleeping. You're not a number. I know how frustrating it can be when you're trying to lose weight and you don't see the scale go down, but really there are other things that are happening and the number on the scale is just one little factor. So if you're struggling with weight loss, get in touch with me. We can have a little conversation about your goals, your lifestyle, the challenges that you have, and the situation that you're in. And then we can work on a plan that works best for you. So just send me a message and we can talk. But I do know it's a little bit of a mind game to be dealing with that scale weight. And we are so much more than just a number. The next thing that I want to talk about is 
mindset and how that is going to affect your overall success and weight loss. So it, for instance, if you believe with utmost certainty that you will fail and never ever be able to lose that weight, then you are setting yourself up for that failure. And what's more is that is going to show up as you know, guilt and self-hatred and, and more self, self-critical self thoughts. And that's just not going to get you the results that you want. You're actually telling yourself how you're not going to be able to achieve the results that you want. So you need to flip that around and have more positive thoughts and empower yourself to tell yourself that yes, you are going to be able to get these results. It might not be as easy as you want it to be, but once you make the certain changes that you need to, to alter your lifestyle, your habits, your diet, your exercise, once those come into line, then you're going to have more success. But just thinking that this is too hard, I can't do it, um, everybody else can do this, I can't, that's a negative mindset and that is not going to get you to your goals. In fact, it is going to keep you stuck right where you are. So imagine yourself as being the capable person that you are, not being stuck saying, I can't do this, this isn't right for me. It's just a matter of reframing your thoughts and your attitude for success and knowing that you can you can do this. You just have to work at it, just like everybody else does. So that's my thought for the day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you know somebody that might benefit from this information, please share it with them. I would be so happy, and I look forward to speaking with you next week. Mm-hmm.